Jesus. You are an awesome God, O oh God. You reign from heaven above, O oh Lord, and I thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I thank you, Jesus, that we are serving an awesome and mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Our God is indeed an awesome God. Praise God. And in his presence is always fullness of joy. At his right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. Thank you. Praise God. First Chronicles chapter 21 today. First Chronicles chapter 21, verse 1 through 14. First Chronicles. First Chronicles chapter 21, verse 1 through verse 14. Scripture says, And Satan stood up against Israel and provoked David to number Israel. And David said to Joab and to the rulers of the people, Go, number Israel from Beersheba even to Dan, and bring the number of them to me that I may know it. And Joab answered, The Lord make his people and hundred times so many more as they be. But my lord the king, are they not all my lord's servants? Why then doth my lord require this thing? Why will he be a cause of trespass to Israel? Nevertheless, the king's word prevailed against Joab. Wherefore, Joab departed, and went throughout all Israel, and came to Jerusalem. And Joab gave the sum of the number of the people unto David, and all they of Israel was thousand, thousand, and a hundred thousand men that drew sword. And Judah was four hundred threescore, and ten thousand men that drew sword. But Levi and Benjamin counted he not among them, for the king's word was abominable to Joab. And God was displeased with the thing, this thing, therefore he smote Israel. And David said unto God, I have sinned greatly, because I have done this thing. But now I beseech thee. Do away the iniquity of thy servant, for I have done very foolishly. And the Lord spake unto Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and tell David, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I offer thee three things. Choose thee one of them, that I may do it unto thee. So Gad came to David and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Choose thee either three years' famine, 
or three months to be destroyed before thy foes, while that the sword of thine enemies overtake thee, or else three days the sword of the Lord, even the pestilence in the land, and the angel of the Lord destroying throughout all the coast of Israel. Now therefore advise thyself what word I shall bring again to him that sent me. And David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. Let me fall now into the hand of the Lord, for very great are his mercies. But let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent pestilence upon Israel, and there fell of Israel 70,000 men. And I want to minister to you today from this thought, the consequences of choice. The consequences of choice. Father, we truly appreciate your presence that we feel in this place. God, we truly thank you for your word that we have read, your word that we have heard. Lord, we know that all things do work together for good to them that love you, to them who are the call according to your purpose. And we're asking you today, God, to not let us leave the way that we came, but let us leave changed and renewed and refreshed in your presence and in your power and in your anointing upon us. And we will continue to give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' precious name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. Amen. Praise God. The consequences of choice. Amen. One of the biggest fallacies in life is that oftentimes we choose without considering the consequences that are associated with our choices. Yes, we all have rights to choose, but we do not get to choose the consequences that comes with that choice that we make. For example, in the last election, some states had on their balance to approve, you know, legalizing drugs and, you know, let people, you know, be able to smoke as much dope they want to do whatever. And that was a right as the constituents of America. Amen. And they can make those kind of choices, but they do not get to choose the consequences that come with that choice. When death is lying on their doorsteps or they are fired from their job for being high on, on work or they lose a limb from running a power tool or they lose control of their car and they kill someone else that who voted for that same choice then it's no longer fun and games, amen. It is a bad idea. Everything that we do and every choice that we make have consequences. A young girl can get an abortion and their parents can make that choice for them, but they do not get to choose 
the consequences that comes with that choice that they make in life. There are medical risks. There are suicidal risks. And there's long-term mental instability that comes with these choices that people make. Amen. Lot chose to live in Sodom, but he did not get to choose the consequences that came with that choice. The angel tried to hasten Lot out, and the Bible says that Lot lingered. I wonder if his choice to linger in Sodom had a lot to do with his wife looking back. I wonder if because Lot lingered, if that choice had something to do with his son-in-laws not coming out with him or other family members or others uh, did not come out with him because he lingered. He was not serious. Uh, Amen. We can choose, but sometimes we've got to get to the point here to where we choose to make 100% commitment to the Lord. Amen. Abraham chose uh, to listen to Sarah, his wife, to take her maid, Hagar, to bear her son, but he did not get to choose the consequences that came with that choice. Uh, and because he chose, we see that Israel has been fighting in the Middle East uh, against all of Ishmael's uh, children ever since uh, that choice had been made. Amen. We need to realize that we can choose but there's consequences uh, to every choice uh, that we made. Uh, David made a choice to take Bathsheba and to sleep with her, but he did not get to choose the consequences uh, that came with that. God had the consequences. Uh, and we can see what looked like uh, was going to be an all right thing, but when God sends Gad uh, to David, amen, to told, call him, on, I mean, Nathan, excuse me, to call David on his choice uh, that he had made. We see that God lets him know that the sword will never depart from his house. Uh, and we see the consequences uh, that flows from David's decision. Amnon rapes his half-sister Tamar. Absalom, his son, kills Ammon. Uh, amen. Joab is killed by Solomon. Uh, and Adonijah, his son, is killed. The consequences says of that choice. King Saul chose to keep Agag and the best of the flock, but he did not get to choose the consequences of that decision that he made. That same decision that he made caused him to lose the kingdom of God. Amen. Solomon chose to have 700 wives and 300 concubines. He chose that decision, but he did not get to choose the consequences that came with that decision. They turned his heart away from God. You may marry and sleep with as many women and as many men as you may desire to, but you do not get to choose the consequences of your choice. You do not know if they will be abusive. You do not know if they will be evil. You do not know if they will be mean or drunkard or druggist or laziness. 
this is one of the reasons we had must know the character of people we are hanging around with. Uh, because every choice that we make has consequences. And we don't get to choose the consequences that come with our choice. Uh, Achan chose to take up the forbidden things out of the city of Jericho. He made that choice, but he did not get to choose the consequences that came with this choice. He was killed. His family was killed. Everything that he had was stoned to death. Amen. Because we get to choose, but we don't get to make the consequences. Amen. Choose the consequences that comes with our choice. Amen. Sarah thought the choice she was making for Abraham would be a good choice. But she did not realize that by giving her husband to the world, amen, the consequences was devastating. Amen. We need to realize we can make choices to go into the world and do things in the world. But we need to realize we don't get to choose the consequences that come with our choice. God reserved us for us. Amen. Himself. Amen. We know that if we make right choices and do the right things, as the scriptures say, we reap what we sow. Amen. If we make right choices, we have good consequences that come from those choices. But if we make the wrong choice, we can expect evil to come along with it. You can choose to drink as much liquor and have wine and beer that you want and smoke as much dope as you want and watch as much pornography as you want. But there's consequences that come with that. And you don't get to choose the consequences. God retains the consequences of our actions. Amen. And so we need to be aware, amen, that God is the one that is in control of every consequences that comes down the pipeline. Moses chose to smite the rock instead of speaking to the rock. And because the consequences that he received from God was he was not able to lead the children of Israel into the promised land. The prophet Haggai tells us in Haggai chapter 1, Chapter verse 5 through 7. Now therefore, doth set the Lord of hosts, consider your way. You have sown much, you're bringing in little. You eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you're not filled with drink. You clothe you, but you're not warm. And you earn wages, and you earn them and put them in a bag with holes. Thus said the Lord, consider your ways. What? What's going on here? God says, amen, consider what you're doing. You need to realize if the house is neglected, then you're going to be neglected. Amen. We need to realize that the choices and the choosing that we make all have consequences. And so God says, consider your ways before you make that choice. What are the consequences? You need to look at it from God's standpoint. You need to look at it and ask yourself, when I make this choice, am I going to get good results or am I going to get bad results? Am I going to get positive or am I going to get negative? We need to choose right. Solomon says, if it's 
seem evil to you to serve the Lord, then choose you this day whom you will serve, the God of your fathers which was on the other side of the flood, or the God of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Solomon realized, I mean Joshua, excuse me, realized there's consequences to the choice that you make in life. And we already know that the consequences can be devastating. And so therefore we need to choose correctly. Amen. And choose right. The Bible says, seek ye the Lord why he may be found. Call upon him why he is near. We know there's consequences. And Solomon even at the youngest age when he was made king he went to the Lord. And the Lord says, ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. And Solomon says, I'm young. I don't know how to go out. I don't know how to come in. So give me wisdom to be able to lead your people. Solomon realized there's consequences to choice. And God said to Solomon, because you did not ask for riches, you did not ask for the lives of your enemies, amen, but you asked for wisdom how to lead my people. Therefore, not only will I give you the wisdom you asked for, but I will give you riches and honor, and there will never be any more like you in all the earth. There's consequences to our choices and our choosing. When a police officer, he knows that when he disarmed and pulled his weapon from his holster, he knows there's consequences for that choice he's making. As soon as he did pull it out, he knows there's consequences. And so he's going to be right 99.9% of the time. He might not get it right all the time, but he knows once he pulls it out, amen, and he's going to have to answer for it, amen, whether he fires a shot or not. He's still going to have to answer. There's consequences for choices, amen. If we choose Christ, amen, choose, we can live forever. But if not, there is damnation, amen. You get to choose, amen, where you spend eternity, amen. You have that choice, amen. That's why the Bible tells us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. As I said over and over and over, everybody don't get to go to heaven, but you get to make the choice whether you go. God has made that for us. He has made it, amen, plain as day. Moses says, I have have set before you an open door, and no man can close it. He says, choose life that you may live in your household. We choose right, we're going to have right. But if we choose wrong, we don't get to make the choice. Amen. The choosing. Amen. God reserves the right. Amen. For the consequences of our lives. Amen. Everybody is not in a better place when they die. And Everybody don't get to go to heaven. Amen. If everybody get to go to heaven and everybody's in a better place when they die, I'd hate to be that guy that Jesus talked about, Lazarus and the rich man. It don't sound like to me he's in a better place. He says, Father Abraham, 
send Lazarus that he may dip his finger and water and cool my tongue, for I am torment in these flames. Amen. He made a choice when he was upon the earth. Amen. And that's what the Lord says. You know, when you was upon the earth, you 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 made those kind of choices. And so we are given a wake up call. Amen. That we choose correctly here. Amen. Because everybody don't go. <laughs> but you can go. Amen. If we choose to follow God's way, when they ask Peter on the day of Pentecost, men and brethren, what shall we do? He says, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise to you, to your children, to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. With many other words did he testify and exalt, says, save yourselves from this towards generation. Amen. They made a choice. Over 3,000 that day made a choice to continue steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, breaking of bread and prayer. Amen. And so we need to realize, amen, that the choosing, our choices that we make have consequences. If you got a job and you choose not to get up to go to work, guess what? There's consequences. Amen. You can lose your job. Amen. There's so many consequences to the choice. That's why we have to choose carefully. That's why we have to consider, the Lord said, your ways. You've got to consider everything that you do to make sure that you're making right choices and right decisions. Because of the consequences. Amen. You know, when, when people get credit cards and all that, you know, they'll give them to you. You choose to get a credit card, guess what? There's consequences. You buy a new car, there's consequences. You know, everything. You get a cell phone, Miriam and Jesse. There's consequences. You probably already got them, but there's consequences that comes with them. You know, everything. So you have to choose carefully. Amen. And God knows that in his word. And so, therefore, he tries to warn us. You don't get to choose the consequences. You can make the choice, but the consequence. But this is why you have to carefully consider so that you make the right choice. Amen. You can walk away with God and make the choice to leave church. That's your choice. But you better consider the consequences, you know, that comes with it. Damnation is on the end. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Who fired that shot? <laughs> Praise God. Amen. David, by all accounts, he thought he was doing right. You know, who who wouldn't want to know how many soldiers you got? You know, did, did, did somebody come along and, and, you know, the Bible says Satan moved him to do it. Did, did somebody come along and say, hey, Dave, hey, Dave, man, you know, I saw them soldiers. How many you got out there, man? You know, man, I were you, I'd, I'd know. I would count them up, man, if I was you. I'd like to know how many I got if I was you. And so David said to Joab, hey, go count them for me. Joab said, look, they're all your servants. 
God makes his people twice as many. But he wouldn't listen. He would not listen to what Joab was trying to tell him. And as a result, amen, he did what the king told him to do. David probably think it was okay. But notice what happened. God sends the prophet to David and says, look, now choose. Now notice what God tells him. He says, I'm giving you some choices here, David. Number one, three years of famine. Amen. Think about it. You get three years of famine. You get three months of your enemy destroying you. You get three days of the sword of the Lord destroying you with pestilence. Notice what he says. He says, choose. I want to know what your choice is. Now, you stop and think about that. All three of them has got some bad consequences at the end of them. And notice what David said. David says, man, I'm in the straight. This is hard. This is a tough choice to make because he already figured out here. You know, because God is telling them basically what's going to transpire. You know, you've got three years, amen, of famine. You're going to go through without food and stuff for three whole years and people's dying all around you. You've got three months that the sword of your enemy is going to chase you across the battlefield and going to take you out. And then you've got three days God's sword is going to take you out. Because of his choice. David said, this is tough. This is a, I'm in a strait. This is hard. So he made the choice to fall into the hands of God. He said, the Lord is mercy. So that looked like the best choice. And even that best choice cost 70,000 people their lives. The best choice. What would have happened if he'd have chose one of the other two choices? How many would have been lost? Amen. This is what happens sometimes. Satan moves people to make wrong choices. Amen. I wouldn't go to that church if I was you. I wouldn't be a part of that. And as a result, people listen to him. And then they don't realize the consequences that comes with that choice that is made. Amen. The consequence to not serve God, the consequence to not stay committed to the house of God. Amen. Think about how many family members are backslidden. Think about how many family members, amen, are drunkards and you know, divorced and all kinds of stuff because they made the choice to walk away from God. There's consequences to these things. So we have to consider carefully our choices that we make because God retains all consequences for the choices that we make. And he's not obligated to tell us. And he just lets it happen. 
to choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. Make the right choice. Make the right choice. Because there is consequences associated with every choice that we make. Amen. Praise God. Lord, I thank you. Jesus. Jesus. God, help us to make right choices. Help us to make the right choice, oh God. To consider our ways, oh God. Help us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that we would do the right thing at all times, oh God. Every decision, oh God, every choice that we make, God, let us speak to you first, oh God. Let us seek your face. Oh God, help us, oh Lord. Help us, oh God. Help us today, oh God. Help those under the sound of my voice, oh God, to consider, oh God, their ways. Help them to consider, oh God. Their actions, oh God, their choices that they make, oh Lord. Oh God, we give ourselves away to you today so you can use us, oh God, for your kingdom and your glory. Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. Give myself away so you can come on, let him know. I give myself away. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. What happened? It's a generation embrace this. Come on, tell me. Here I am. Here I am.
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your running. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your encouragement. Your guidance, O oh God, lead us. I thank you, Jesus. a storm out on the ocean and it's moving this away if your soul's not anchored in Jesus you will surely drift away there's a storm out on the ocean and it's moving this away. If your soul's not anchored in Jesus, you will surely drift away. Well, there's a storm out on the ocean and it's moving this away if your soul's not anchored in jesus you will surely drift away drift away lord drift away you will surely drift away if your soul's not anchored in Jesus. You will surely drift away. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's stay rooted. Let's stay grounded. Let's make right choices. Because there's always consequences to the choices we make. See everybody Wednesday night. Amen. For Bible study. Amen. Talking about prayer. Praise God. God bless you. Greet one another in Jesus' name.